I want to thank God for this opportunity and also to thank the leadership. Pastor and presiding elder and your leadership have enjoyed service, really enjoyed service. This is my first time worshiping with you, but I've enjoyed service. I feel the presence here. The presence of God is right here. This morning, I want to ask to talk just a little bit on something that the Lord laid on my heart some time ago that I shared with a group. And I will just do the introduction because of the time. I just have less than it's about 20 minutes. I'm trusting God to help me so that at least we'll do the introduction. On what I have termed the kingdom influence. The kingdom influence. Kingdom influence. Uh, is this the same thing as possessing the nation? Kingdom influence. Kingdom influence. Kingdom influence. That the Lord laid on my heart that I trust to be able to do justice. We'll take our scripture from Matthew chapter 5. Let's look at the 13. Matthew chapter 5 verse 13. Okay. Can we all read together if you had finished writing just so that we can you you are let's go one go you are the salt of the earth if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot can we take it one more time just one more time salt of the earth loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Um, one word that caught my attention, and I don't know whether it also caught your attention, is the word you are the salt. And that is not the most important thing that I want you to look here, but the object of it is that you are the salt of the, not the church, the salt of the earth. And so when we want to find out the earth, we want to find out the elements that make up the earth. And you will find that it is not restricted in any way. So God is saying that our saltiness is not in the containment of the church but it should be able to spread out through the whole earth. And that is where we get possessing the nation agenda. Now, if you look at Genesis, you will understand. Genesis, I love to study Genesis 1, 2, especially 1, 2, and 3, because it gives you the original mindset of God. When God created man, what he had in his mind, what he had in his mind was dominion over the earth. And so he's telling you by the reason of Christ Jesus, the world system has been reset. A believer has been reset so that his dominion that he lost in Genesis, he regains that. And he likens you to be a salt, not of the church, not of that singular area that you live in or in that residence that you live in. But your extension and your influence should be such that it should reach out to the whole earth. The whole earth must taste who you are to identify that you are good. It's very important for you to understand this. Very important. Jesus was very clear on what he was saying. Jesus was very clear on what he was saying. That as a believer, your influence doesn't remain in your home. As a believer, your influence doesn't remain in the church. 
If all that we know you is in the church, then I'm sorry you have not gotten it. Because Jesus is saying that he's likening you to a salt and the salt of the earth. However, we understand the corruption of the earth. We understand the decadence of the earth. So if he's sending you into this earth, then it means that he must have equipped you to be able to get into this world of decadence and corruption and out of your influence, change some things. I pray this morning that you will change your mentality of church and mentality and begin to think kingdom mentality. Your salvation is not only redemption into heaven up above, but it's also a relevance on this earth where you pour the salt that God has given to you into any media and change its taste to align to that of heaven. I pray that God pour his spirit upon us in this regard. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now let's get some few functions of salt. This is not my basic message, but at least I need you to bring you to this part so that we can continue. One of the things salt does is that it heals. Dr. Wright, antiseptic, say, uh, yeah, uh-huh. Well, you have to agree with me, because I'm standing on the puppet. <laughs> now, when there are wounds, and the wounds have been affected, you don't really have to make sure that the wound gets affected. But you pour salty water on it, so that it will disinfect it. So salt has in itself a power to be able to act on agents of decay. Salt has the power to act on the agents of decay. So a fish that is rotten, that we will throw away and have no use for. That same fish, when we begin to dress it with salt, what happens to it? Okay, I've, I've switched on. Let me finish with the healing. Now, the healing is that the world is hurting. The world needs healing. And God has given us the authority to do good works. And the good works is that wherever he has placed you, you must reach out and pour the healing power of Christ over there. I don't know whether somebody understands me. All right, families are healing, families are hurt. And in that sense, God has placed you not only for your own family, but reach out. That is why we are saying that in the schools, we will not stay aloof and watch the schools taking over by any kind of attitude. That is why we are saying that assault, we are reaching out to the schools and we are making sure that this salt that God has made us into, we pour ourselves onto the case. And because it's power, it changes them. Let me tell you one thing about salt. Now, let, let me not jump. A lot of rivers are flowing in my mind now. I need to discipline myself to remain in alignment. Now, the next thing salt does is that it preserves. Let's go to the kitchen. It preserves. So a fish that is rotten, the second example that I'm talking about, a fish that is rotten, that we have no use for, is getting rotten, and it looks like this one, we need to throw it away. But Jesus is saying that you are. I like the word. It's not you are like. It's a you are. Emphatic. And so when you bring it to first person's pronoun, what will it be? I am. I am salt. Today, may you recognize that I am salt. May you recognize it. May you recognize it. Now, I am means that if this fish is getting destroyed, however, somebody with the knowledge, let us bring in salt and introduces salt at the right places in the fish. This fish that would have been thrown away turns into Kobe, and we, we take money against value, that we didn't have value, by reason of the salt, 
the thing gains value and makes you walk into the market and begin to buy it. When you buy it, you don't throw it away. You put it at very good places. And now you have the confidence to put it in your stew that you have spent so much money for. Why? Because salt has added value to that which was getting rotten. Children of God, I am here to challenge you that if your Christian work, the best we can see is in the church, that I'm sorry for you. You yet have not gotten the mindset that Christ Jesus came. So bring, we need to have a reset. If the default system in you is about church, then I'm here to tell you that is not so. And that is why I thank God for the leadership that we have at this time. Because it's so aligned to the agenda of God in this generation. That which was being thrown away has been added value to it. The power of salt. The power of salt. The next thing I want to talk to you about is that salt add taste. Salt brings taste. Salt brings taste. Now, this is very interesting. This is very interesting. Jesus could have said many other things, but he said, you are the salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. It brings taste. Now, let me explain this then. You don't need much salt to bring taste. Hello? Are you here with me? You don't need much salt. Oh, God, help us. You don't need much salt to bring taste. You take a little salt, and the whole of the soup and the stew that is tasteless, you add the right amount of salt, and it changes the whole dynamics of our sensory perception concerning the stew, the media, and now brings taste to it. What God is saying that we may not have as many numbers, the, 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 the decadence may be too much, and, and the things that are going on too much, and we may look very helpless as far as the normality of the challenge and who we are is concerned. But God is saying that I have made you the salt means that the potency that I have placed in you, the power I have placed in you, the anointing that is working in you, the graces that is working in you, is enough that when you step into the media, it should be able to influence all that is around there. Is somebody here with me? I want to change your mind concerning the way you look at church and the way you look. You see, Speaking in tongues is not for us, so it's just for, to empower us to do what God has called us to. <laughs> let me push this joke in. Okay, let, let me be careful. This is my first time, so. <laughs> All right, now, so that is that thing I want you to understand. So don't consider yourself in the workplace that you are trying to change things. They will resist you. They will do all kinds of stuff about you. But you see, the pepper is in the soup. The tomato is in the soup. There are other ingredients in the soup. However, when the salt gets into the soup, it hits the pepper. It hits the tomatoes. It hits every other thing. The tomatoes do not change 
the salt. It is the salt that changes the soup. I am praying and I'm trusting God for your life. That the grace of God on your life, because you will realize it, people cannot change you. Wherever you will step, you will take dominion because of the power of God. So God says that, the way Paul says this, he looks at it and says that you are not victorious. So if you say you are victorious, that is an understatement of the investment God has made in you. He says that you are more than What can be more than a conqueror? You want a win, but he's telling you that you are more than a winner, which means that for every battle that I stand, oh, to confront me, from every battle, it's just a moment of time. It's just because I am dissipating my saltiness. It's just because I'm dissipating my saltiness. Just allow me time. I will permeate through the whole medium. The danger in this is that Salts are kept in containers. But the power of salt cannot be seen in its container. Very important. The power of salt cannot be seen in its container. So when you put, a, when you put salt on, in the shelf, it will stand there. However, it has power to influence, but it's standing there. And that has been sometimes if I'm permitted to stretch it a bit further, most times the mindset of the church, we have been kept in containers and we have all the wonderful services that we can have. Did, did you get me well? I know I was talking to the cameraman. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Forgive me. <laughs> So we have been kept in containers. We have been kept in containers. And salt, one characteristic of it is that in contact with its medium, that is when its power is activated. There are some gadgets that when we buy, they are working all right. However, if you do not take a certain slide on the battery, you will think that the gadget you bought was wrong or it's not working. The only thing is that then there is a small film that lies between it and it, there must be contact. If you don't remove the contact, you will not see the power. It is not time for the church to begin to remove the contacts. It is not time for the church to begin to remove the lid. Let's allow God to remove us from the container and begin to place us in where we don't think we can even function. And because the Spirit of God is with us, because the Messiah God is with us, because he himself is with us, I can assure you that victory will be yours. Hallelujah. Victory will be ours. And so salt must be removed from its container. That's why we must go out. Schools outreach ministry, we must go out. Our mommies, we need you. The young ladies are crying. They are crying. They are weeping. Our daddies, we need you. We need to grow men into men. We need to grow women into women. Well, we are getting to a place where identity crisis is a problem. When a man can no longer see himself, I wonder whether they are able to, I wonder whether their mirrors work. No, I, I wonder whether their mirrors work. It is two things. Either their mirror is not working or their eyes has a problem. Probably because the heart is changed, what they see through the eye now becomes distorted. 
And that is why we as children of God, let's reach out the word of God into their hearts. Let's reach out the word of God into their hearts and turn these people once again into the kingdom of God. Matthew 28, 18 to 20, says, go, and I love the word go. Jesus did not add anybody's name there. If you had mentioned apostles, you have taken recline and then rested. If you had mentioned pastors, you would not be included. If you had mentioned elders and deaconesses, you would not, and deacons, you would not have been included. And Jesus was careful enough not to add any subject there. He said, go, and where you are to go, he didn't mention the name specifically. I think that the reason he said that was that he knew Acts 10 would be happening. Acts 10, there was a revelation of Peter, and he brought in a sheet and animals for him to kill, eat. And Peter said, no, this is not my custom. This is not the way we were taught and trained. We were taught and trained that we eat animals that are acceptable. You know, and that's what Peter was saying, and he was right in that sense. But at that time, the heaven had opened unto the Gentile church. And Peter, because of his custom and tradition, we want to remain and do ministry the way he saw Jesus do it physically. And Jesus said that, go, and Peter had forgotten. This is our time to go. This is our time to go. You didn't hear me. I said, this is our time to go. This is our time to go. If we are going, we cannot do things haphazardly. And we must begin to expound excellence in the things that we do. I hope somebody understands me. So we begin to wake all of these things up. And I know because God is with us, because God is with us, victory shall be ours. In Jesus' name, amen.